0: I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time though. Hi, Frank Skinner
1: fans. This is Christian O'Connell from the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show here. Letting you know that Frank's not here right now. Uh, Lucky so-and-so, he's in uh, South Africa with David Badil doing their brilliant World Cup podcast, thanks to Sony Ericsson. They're also doing a weekly live show on Absolute Radio. And here's a special podcast of that show. Show two. Enjoy.
0: Baddiel and Skinner's Absolute Radio Podcasts. Thanks to Sony Ericsson, official mobile handset of the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Yes, indeed, it is Frank Skinner. And it's David Baddiel. And we are
2: absolutely live with all the mistakes and everything from South Africa. And um, we are still very, 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 very confident. Without wishing to look back in anger, we were at uh, England-Algeria.
1: Yeah, we were at England-Algeria. Someone else who was at England-Algeria, you've probably read about this by now, is a, a bloke called Pavlovs Joseph. And because uh, he went into the the changing room, and a lot, of, I saw pictures of him. He looks a tiny bit like me, insofar as he's a sort of fat, swarthy, swarthy, could be Greek, could be Indian bloke wearing an England top. So that obviously could be me, but it, it wasn't me. It was Pavlov Joseph, who is a, a mortgage broker. Right, um, not just you know, he's not a thug. He's a mortgage broker.
2: Well, like, he must have a few bob. If I hear that John Terry charged him ten grand for that personal <laughs> tour of the dressing room.
1: <laughs> Yeah, did you get to see Didier Drogberry in the Jacuzzi. Not this time. <laughs> Not this time. But uh, today, just to bring this straight up today, he's been barred uh, from attending by one of the FIFA courts uh, from attending any more World Cup matches. Any and, more uh, toilets? Any more toilets or World Cup matches. So it that's makes really me wonder really? if someone couldn't trick Emil Heskey into accidentally going into the wrong dressing room. Because uh, that might mean that he's barred oh, You see what I'm saying that's there? No, it's hard on Heskey who has played well. But here's the thing about. Pavlos, so I actually read his. He sold his story. Fabulous that you could just wander into a toilet and then next thing you, know Max Clifford is on the line. That's yes, it's like being
2: George Michael. Yes, really.
1: <laughs> But Pavlov said, uh, f- the first thing he said, he was trying to meet his two cousins and their dad. And I quote, we'd arranged, Pavlov said we'd arranged to meet at a certain lamppost on the stadium concourse. That
2: sounds like John Terry's dad. Well, it sounds a bit like George
1: Formby to me. <laughs> and uh, we've, we can tell you that it's very crowded coming out of the grounds here. So arranging to meet at a certain lamppost is quite a stupid idea. Mm. Anyway, you need more distinguishing marks than that, I would and, have said. And did
2: he think the lamppost was um, in the England dressing room toilet?
1: It. Well, no, he, because obviously the, it wasn't a good place to meet Did they he didn't, ask for a dog toilet? <laughs> is, that, is that what the confusion? Yeah, they, no, he, they didn't turn up, his cousins And so eventually he started to need to go to the toilet Ain't that So he made his way back to the ground At which point he was directed, of course, to the England changing room Because presumably people thought, well, they've played like they're in a toilet So we'll direct him there okay. And he went there and... Uh, the first thing he says is, I saw Joe Cole walk naked out of the shower. He glanced at me and then did a massive double-take. Now, Joe Cole's got a very big head, so I presume Andy double-take's pretty massive.
2: What was he doing having a shower? What he was, was he doing having
1: a shower? This is the point I want to raise. Does Joe Cole have a shower even when he hasn't played? Is he just that hygienic? Or In fact, when the England players said they saw someone
2: they didn't recognise in the dressing room, I thought it was Joe Cole.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, certainly Fabio has no idea who he is. What if Theo had turned up? What if it had oh. been him? That See, would be yeah, well, awful. You know the bit at the
2: end of the uh, Britain's Got Talent final when the dog act thinks <laughs> they're in the first three and they hang around on stage? That was terrible. And Antidek has to say, can you go can out you go? Back? I
1: was never sure at that point whether it was the dog who led the woman there or the woman just thought she was in the top three. Well, can you go out back is the sort of thing you'd say to a, a dog. It's terrible. But Pavlos kept going. He saw David Beckham. And David Beckham said, who are you? brilliantly yeah. And Pavlos said well I'm Pavlos and I actually need the toilet which I don't know if anyone's ever said anything like that to David Beckham not for what, many years Yeah, anything as straightforward as that So Pavlos a- would have been completely in his, in his rights to ask what
2: David Beckham was doing in the <laughs> England dressing room
1: yeah He would have been. So then uh, there was this moment, which I'm sure you've all heard about, where he said, you know, you all played woefully and uh, we want our money back. And he does say they all looked a bit embarrassed. I imagine they all looked a bit frightened, is what he was mistaking, I think, them looking embarrassed for just being frightened. Because England footballers, they don't get to meet normal fans normally. They would have no idea who this bloke was and no. what he was doing there. Um, but then, the bit I perhaps like most is, is FIFA have been looking for this bloke for about a day and a half before they found him, brought him to justice at one of the FIFA courts. But he was actually led out of the dressing room by a FIFA official, and Pavlos, who's obviously a bit of a good mortgage broker, gave this FIFA official his card. Did he really? He actually gave him his card in case he obviously needed any good deals, and uh, nonetheless, FIFA were looking for him for a day and a half <laughs> to bring him to justice. Well, they get a lot of business cards, to be fair. Yeah. He does actually also say that he's still behind the lads and is prepared to offer the lads any good mortgage deals if they want. And some of them won't be getting the bonuses they expected, so they might be interested. Well, that's, it's a lovely ending to that story. Yeah, definitely. So, um, one thing we were wondering about is what happens
2: if um, we draw... Mm. With uh, Slovenia,
1: yeah. Well, if we draw with and Sla- America draw as well, yeah. Well, then we will be on the same points, and uh, if we get a certain amount of goals, they get a certain amount of goals. It is possible that we will be on the same goal difference as well. And I, I check the FIFA rule book. There's a rule book for the 2010 Do you FIFA, have a FIFA World rule Cup. Book? I don't have it. It's online, but you oh, can okay. presumably buy it any FIFA sponsored outlet. It'd
2: be a bit nice thing on the shelf next to the Rothmans. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: and. Uh, so the official rulebook states that then you have to go to a head-to-head result. Well, obviously, that was a draw, too, between mm-hmm, England and USA. Yeah. So then it, the results come, and this is page 41, Article 30. They would be determined by drawing of lots by the FIFA Organising Committee. Now, I'm interested in this. When they actually do that, is that going to be like a game? Will fans be invited? Will they be allowed to drape the organising room with flags that say hen and chickens, Burcamsted? Will they be cheering <laughs> as our balls come out? Because it should be. It's like a big result. It's a big game for us. Could you get to the
2: stage where, if it was like nil-nil with three minutes to go, that one team might
1: be playing for lots? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's possible. Um, It hasn't happened for a long time now. In in, uh, 1954, in Rome, it happened, and the person who drew the lots was a blindfolded 14-year-old boy, which sounds a little bit suspect to me. It's fabulously
2: symbolic.
1: Yeah, Yeah, indeed. Now, I presume, it'd be introduced by Dale Winton and someone like Carol Smiley. Yeah. draw the balls out well, the back.
2: I'm glad you've uh, revived Carol Smiley's <laughs> career.
1: You know, the balls will be little balls. They still do that thing like they used to do in the old days when Ted Croker used to get the balls out the back. So it will be little balls. I presume they'll be Jabulani's. So they'll fly out the back. <laughs> well, what would you do? What, what do you mean, what would I do? Well, well, instead of drawing, Instead of lots. I think I'd have a fist fight between Bob Bradley and Fabio Capello. Mm. A, a bare-knuckle fist fight. Oh, I think that's better, isn't it? Fairer. I, um...
2: I'd like to know actually what our listeners would do if there's a, if there's a better method. I I have an idea yes. which I think is could really work. Not not a silly idea. Tell me the idea. But something that well, well I think we have to go into uh, into the next bit. But save it because okay. I think it could be a, a a football changing theory.
0: James Rowe is Sony Ericsson's fly on the ball in South Africa. Got a bit of juicy gossip actually. It's been reported that Nicholas and Elka
2: had been sent home from the France squad due to having a bit of an argy bargy with the coaches. And it turns out, actually, my brother and a couple of our mates have just seen
0: him walking into a hotel. And they shouted for him and tried to follow him to see whether it was definitely him. And he turned around and looked and then picked up his pace and walked into the hotel. So it turns out that he might not actually have gone home, as everyone... Uh, thinks like it's been suggested and he might actually still be around uh, which is quite interesting especially seeing as the France squad seem to have gone on strike and don't seem to be training at the moment so if we thought that England have got problems then France really have got problems at the moment The Sony Ericsson fly on the ball update Thanks to Sony Ericsson official mobile handset of the 2010 FIFA World Cup but Dale and Skinner's podcasts from South Africa.
2: So, here's my idea, right? Yeah, Get rid that's of the what lots. I wanted to hear. Get rid of the lots. This is serious. Okay. Now that you've got big screens mm. at all the grounds, mm. why can't, say, say, if England and America end up absolutely tied on goals and everything else, why can't there be a penalty shootout? with England taking them at one ground mm. and America taking them at their ground after their respective games right. and it beamed live onto the big screen so when you're at the ground you watch England take it and then you look up and take America take it on the big screen
1: well it's a good idea except for one small reason it involves England taking penalties well, I didn't say that we'd get through. Oh, but, but it's better than having
2: lots. I, yeah, actually, England players. Would say, no, no, I like the <laughs> yes, lots. Yes. Lots is a great idea. Yeah, Let's it stick it with was, lots. Well, that was my idea. If you've got but any better ideas, do or even any stupid ideas, do text us on eight twelve fifteen. In fact, if you want to say anything or ask anything about the about the um, the FIFA World Cup, as I'm going to call it now,
1: yeah, do call yeah, it that.
2: Then do uh, text us on eight twelve fifteen. We've had an email, Frank. That's tremendous news
1: uh, from Sludger Brown. Uh, who oh, says, yeah. uh, this is about last week's show Interesting you saw Trevor Francis walking past your booth I should say for anyone who didn't listen to last week's show That we're in a kind of shopping centre in a, in a booth And people walk past all the time But hmm. they're mainly people we don't know Of course But one of them was Trevor Francis, who we yeah. you know? Anyway, the booth didn't stop, say hello He didn't stop, but um, it was still at a quizzical moment Anyway, Sludger continues I'm originally from Shepherd's Bush And on a visit back to London early this year I also saw a Trevor Francis he's suggesting that this more than one, okay. walking around the Natural History Museum. When asked if he was Trevor Francis, he replied, yes. I then congratulated him on his career at QPR and thanked him. To this day, I was sure it was him, but to be honest, if he has seen him many more places around the globe, we must suspect the worst and assume that Dr Mengler has been up to his tricks again. It would be interesting to hear his accent. So what sludge is suggesting is that Dr Mengele, De Engel, you may remember from... Marathon Man, I believe. Okay. is uh, had plastic surgery, and is going around as one of maybe many Trevor Francis. Well, in the Natural History Museum, it could have been animatronic.
2: It could have been. An example of um, That's a good 1970s point. man.
1: Yeah. If he fell over, I would have been sure it would be Trevor Francis. Yeah, I'm
2: not suggesting that um, Trevor Francis is a droid, <laughs> if anyone's listening. Yeah. Here's, here's an email. I say, here's an email. Who's that from? This is from Andrew, hmm. and um, he's keeping that vague. And he said, listening to the uh, Scottish ex-player Craig Burley co-commentating on the Netherlands versus Japan match, Mm. I suddenly remembered how I used to wish that Craig would marry Hugh Grant's famous ex-girlfriend so they could become Craig and Liz Hurley-Burley. That's a brilliant notion. I I
1: just love the idea that Craig Burley might be in, in any way, with Elizabeth Hurley. Never mind the name thing. I just love to see those two people together.
2: What? Who else could? Um, oh, what, is I, it, I, is it
1: another listener's email and text?
2: Well, I'm just thinking if Liz Hurley, if there was a footballer called uh, Learning Centre.
1: Yes, would be a great gag, but I don't,
2: I don't think there is. What about in, in the day of the civil partnership? Of course, as we live now, she could marry Diana Dawes. Yes, And be early Dawes.
1: Fantastic! I knew you'd come up with it. I relied on you. <laughs> or
2: Ashley Cole could marry um, Cheryl Cole. From, uh, on know. yeah,
1: you tried, didn't work. It didn't work, did work, didn't didn't it? Didn't yeah, oh, forget them. Have we got time to talk about John Terry? Talk about anything you like, because we should talk about John. This is Terry. live radio. Who can stop us? Yeah, the thing about the John Terry coup is mm. that I'm I'm no military historian, Frank, as you know. But if you're going to stage a big coup, a sort of putsch, then in my experience, it's best not to tell the world's press about it beforehand. You know, no. I think I think that you know gives the plays shows your cards too early. I'd have said I think you can only have been talking to Mark Thatcher. That's my assumption. Well, also,
2: he seems to have forgot, hasn't he, that he's not the captain.
1: Yeah, he anymore. has forgotten that.
2: I mean, how did Steven Gerrard? Did he even know? I reckon this, you know, you know that bit in soap operas when one of the characters says, um, "Oh, I'm just going to get some air." <laughs> I think you know, no one in the real world ever goes out no. to get some air. Yeah, I reckon that's what John Terry said, and then he came <laughs> back in, and uh, yeah,
1: Gerrard said, "You got makeup on." <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that armband you seem to well, have slipped on? It's made Stephen Gerrard look a complete fool Well, I don't know about it, But he was there, though, at the meeting that was called Before uh, this press conference And the thing I most like about this meeting Is that Terry told the world's press That at the meeting was Lamps, Wazza, Aaron Leonard, Jamo, Crouchy, Jono, Jamie Carragher and Stevie <laughs> Now, what, huh? what I'm particularly worried about is that Aaron Leonard and Jamie Carragher haven't got nicknames How, how has that happened? Particularly Jamie Carragher, who, as we know, is Kara. Yes. What's he thinking about terror?
2: (laughs) It doesn't sound like a great sort of uh, summit meeting. I love
1: it when he called them to order. (laughs) I can't.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, look, um, we've we've um, discovered um, in the uh, in the vaults of Absolute Radio a, a, a sort of a lost George Formby song. Isn't that great news? And uh, it's not the sort of thing they'd normally play on uh, commercial radio, admittedly. But uh, they have uh, given us permission to play it. It's quite short, yeah. But um, you'll you'll soon get the words, and just feel free to sing along if you're in your car or anything. Just yeah. go for it. I went to a World
0: Cup football game, blowing on me vuvuzela. Zayla. <coughs> I blew till breathless I became, blowing on me vuvuzela. Zayla. <coughs> I couldn't
2: breathe, I had to wheeze. I felt so faint and ill at ease. I was found with my head between my knees, blowing on me vuvuzela. Zayla. <coughs> I went out in Johannesburg. Blowing on me vuvuzela to a place where scary people lurk. Blowing on me vuvuzela, a man jumped out with a great big knife. He said that he would take my life. Then he held up a picture of his wife. Blowing on me (laughs)
0: vuvuzela. To
2: see England play,
0: blowing on me vuvuzela. <coughs> I blew and blew and blew all day,
2: blowing on me vuvuzela. <coughs> A man in front was not overjoyed. He said stick that somewhere. He was very annoyed, so I stuck it somewhere. Now he can't avoid blowing on me vuvuzela. <coughs> blowing on me vuvuzela. <coughs> Oh, it's turned out nice again, hasn't it?
1: Just one more thing about John Terry, which is news hot off the press today. Oh, yeah? Which is that the ref for the game, for the Slovenia game, is a ref called Wolfgang Stark, a German with a very German name, Wolfgang Stark. That's because he's German. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And uh, Terry was very critical of Wolfgang Stark because he refereed the Chelsea-Inter Milan game when Chelsea went out. He actually... Publicly criticised him, so that's Mm -hmm. another bad thing. Uh, One thing I did find out by going to this ref's website on FIFA is that his occupation is he's a banker. Now, if I was a ref, that's the job I wouldn't go for. I think. Well, at the moment, yeah, I think you just well that too. It's
2: it's two levels of unpopularity,
1: exactly, and it plays into the crowd's hands. I think that particular thing. Uh, So we've um, we've had uh, loads of emails about your suggestion. Do you mean texts? We've had text and emails. Well,
2: yeah. On
1: 8.12.15, is that what you're saying? Yeah, on 8.12.15, <laughs> okay. a lot of people... What
2: about my penalties idea? Y- y-
1: I like your penalties idea, but a lot of people say who would go in goal. Because you're presumably mean at the end of the respective games, you just have a penalty shootout. Who's going to go in goal?
2: Well, that's easily done. Why don't people think these things through? All you do is you send your third-choice goalie to that game.
1: Ah, that's a ve- that's great. <sighs> Rob Green, you mean? Well,
2: is he the third choice? Well,
1: who knows what choice he is these days. Yeah, but you could send Rob Green. He's, he'd, he'd probably be
2: glad of a bit of downtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So. What about the French? The French The, revolu- French, the French Revolution, as they're calling it. All yeah, well, parts. that's they a proper that, revolution,
1: isn't it? We've had a sort of rubbish, because, of course, England, Britain's never had a revolution. No. In our history, but the French, they're, they, they're queen and king of revolutions, so they've done it properly. Uh, with Anelka storming off. It's a very French revolution because Dom and Esch had black
2: hair up until this weekend. Yeah, and it's gone. He's had a Marie Antoinette special. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, I tell you what I did like is that the training coach today apparently had another huge row with Patrice Evra. And in disgust, he threw his accreditation on the training pitch. Did you Whoa. see that? This Lossily is a thing flaminated. you need to get into places at the World Cup. Well, he took not necessarily. <laughs> no, not with the security. Not if you're Stavros, Davros. Davros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stavros can go anywhere, apparently. Exactly. He's got a freedom of the World Cup. But he took it off, and in a big French gesture, he threw it down on the pitch. Which, you know, I, I might go and try and find it, because we haven't got accreditation.
2: No, that, that is true. Yeah. I like. Um, I like the fact that uh, Nicholas and Elke called the manager uh, a son of a whore.
1: I love that. I love the fact that other countries still have kind of Shakespearean insults. Yeah, exactly. But we don't we, have that We'd anymore. have said something very just crude and
2: simple, but yeah. son of a whore is good.
1: I think he did say something crude and simple because he's been playing in England for a long time. Yeah. And then followed it with son of a whore.
2: How did he know? Actually? I bet Dominesh wishes he'd never did that. Who do you think you are? Exactly. It all all came out. I I read up a bit on... uh, It was in the South African papers about players getting sent home, and it's as the usual, Roy Keane and Willie Johnson and all that, but my favourite was Jean-Joseph Ernest, who played for Haiti in 1974. Or is it Haiti, they call it nowadays? He became Haiti's most famous footballer for the wrong reasons. After becoming the first player to fail a doping test... He was beaten up by Haiti team officials before <laughs> being sent home. By the officials? Not by the team. Not by the team. We're talking about men in ties and blazers laying <laughs> yeah. into him.
1: Fabulous oh. sort of clockwork orange. Set That's up. terrible. You know, I think we, we top the league, though, of people. Great Britain tops the league, I think, for being sent home. Because it's, it's Willie Johnston and someone else. I can't remember. But also it's Graham oh. Paul.
2: Well, I, I we think, have an official oh, yeah. who's been
1: sent home. Well,
2: Roy Keane was sent Roy home. Roy Keane, that's not, the other he's one. He's not great. He's not great, Britain. Well, sort well, well, Sa- of is. South Africa had two sent home in uh, 1998. Did they? Yeah, the, who broke the curfew? Were they beaten up by the team they by the team's officials? No, no, I don't think so. I think oh. that's, that was 1974. Times were different then. <laughs> I think you'll agree. So yeah, it was um, it was a, an odd thing altogether. The French thing, I, and, and I noticed that John Terry in his. Um, Let's call it his press conference. Um, he said that uh, he said, oh yeah, I'm, he's a good lad, he said uh, uh, Nico. did he say that? Nico he called it him, was yeah. very
1: Chelsea, the whole press yeah. conference. It's,
2: it, and he's it, not a good lad isn't he, isn't he horrible? Isn't his Nicholas autobiography
1: called something like genuinely called something like it's everyone else's fault, not mine Is it really I think it really is called that. I mean, my French isn't the best. So I don't know what that is in French. Yeah. It might be something complete. But then, yeah, that, that, I think, is Nicholas and Elka's autobiography and also his epitaph.
2: You'd think Graham Taylor would have nabbed that <laughs> yeah, early. Yeah, you would. No, I was once voted by the Daily Mirror the um, level equal greediest man in the world with Nicholas and Elka. We shared number one spot.
1: Really? Did you call anyone the son of a whore?
2: No, I didn't. Oh, it was well. all about asking for big money. I remember that Imelda Marcos was
1: fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, we've had uh, a number of uh, interesting replies to what they should do instead of drawing lots if England and USA end up tied. And uh, uh, the second prize goes to Rob of London. Don't suggest there's a prize. Oh, well, just in my mind. (laughs) Yeah, okay. It goes to Rob of London who suggests that uh, jousting would be the best thing. I I think we'd have an advantage there because it. America, I don't know if they have any history of jousting at all. <laughs> Not much. Uh, but the the one I like most—it's the great t- thing about jousting. It could just be Peter Crouch on a horse with his leg out.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: or he could just be the joust he could. held by It's called else. a joust.
2: Is that what that thing's called?
1: It surely that's what it's called. Oh, a like, stick. I'm happy with that. Um, and John. Just calls himself John Says hey Frank and David uh, Forget drawing lots It's a little bit sexist But I still like it Let's have a wag off Team with the fittest wags oh, okay. And then he's put as In brackets This is what I like As judged by an independent panel Goes through to the next round Now oh. who would be on this panel? Julia Morley Set Blatter um, Yeah Some FIFA element to it John Terry <laughs> yeah. yeah John Terry although with the very hands,
2: hands on I find as a judge
1: Yeah but I think he'd be biased Because he'd been involved With all of them So it's not going to work
2: I have to say it's a bit of a sad day today in the World Cup because we saw the uh, departure. I know they've got a game left, but North Korea are... I'm okay. not going to call them North Korea, I'm going to The call People's Republic, People's no. The People's
1: Democratic Republic. The People's Democratic Republic yeah, of, of Korea. Korea. It is a shame. I
2: had such a soft spot for them.
1: I loved them. Uh, and I'll tell you what was very sad for them, is that, as you may know, there was a big fuss in, in uh, that country about whether or not they would play the games live. Mm-hmm. And they didn't play the first game live, when they did really well against Brazil. They played so, 18 hours later, didn't they? Yeah, 18 hours later, and so it was a big, you know... If that's a good edit, they probably won it. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure it was edited <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. Korea. But uh, then the groundswell of support from, God knows, where in Korea, and they said, "Let's do the next one live." They lost seven nil to Portugal. Oh. The first live football I think they may have ever had oh, in that no. country, including a comedy goal from Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm sure ITV must have been involved
2: in that decision, <laughs> yeah, definitely Must have been. But they did, I, I sort of admired them today, though. Cause I though they got hammered, they they played incredibly defensive in the in the first game against Brazil. In fact, they played uh, one up front against Brazil. I think that was his name. Yeah. But um, today they, they flowed and attacked and thought No, no, let's let's break the
1: mould And then they got hammered I think the dear leader had actually said We've got to play exciting football Because I think he was bored with the way they played You may know that the, uh, the dear leader Some people think he's dead but oh, he's not dead He's <laughs> the only, don't say that He's the only person in Korea who's allowed to have the internet <laughs> So how does it work with chat for him? Does he just talk to himself <laughs> on so, the Korean internet? He's a bit rubbish, being the only man with, with internet, isn't he? Yeah, it? also all that access to advertising, by now, you'd think he'd have gone to Specsavers, really. <laughs> there is a rumour
2: that he's dead, that there was a picture of him at a civil civic function thing. And, and he was dead? And there was it was an outdoor event, and he was the only person in the picture with no shadow. Was so a, he's either dead
0: or a vampire. A vampire, yeah. Come on, England. And, uh, Can I say it now? Go on. Come on, England. Come
2: on, England.
0: Good day to you. Deal and Skinner's podcast from South Africa. Thanks to Sony Ericsson, official mobile handset of the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Capture, view and share in HD quality with the new Sony Ericsson v